You are listening to the Conscious Women podcast for the spiritually minded and conscious driven visionary woman who's ready to elevate her life, business or career. I'm your host, Suki Ko, mindset coach and meditation teacher. My goal in this show is to lead you into your inner world and for you to see the infinite potential within you to be, do and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset and spiritual development. Each week, I'll bring you coaching sessions, strategies, and guided meditations on how to do the inner work to discover your soul's purpose, find alignment with your authentic self, and get a mindset makeover so you can create a life you love. I truly believe that you can achieve anything you put your mind to. I'll be showing you how powerful you really are, how to face your fears, overcome obstacles, and most importantly, how to take action and stop playing small. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey, hey, my lovelies, and welcome back to another episode. So I was inspired to record today's episode because I've been having recent conversations with family and friends, and I just saw this pattern emerge, and actually even something that was happening to me. And as you know, every day we face challenges, whether that's a big challenge or a little challenge, And boundaries seemed to be something that was the emerging pattern in conversations that I was having with family and friends. So I thought I'd record an episode about boundaries. And what I'm going to do is take you through seven steps of how you can set healthy boundaries in today's episode. So make sure you listen until the end. And from all these conversations that I was having or I was listening to, one thing that I noticed it was that either boundaries were being crossed or or that healthy boundaries were not set in the first place. Or that if there were boundaries, there was just this fear of voicing how this person felt because of consequences or how this other person was going to react if they had voiced how they were feeling. And you might be asking yourself the question, so what are boundaries and why do we even need them and why are they important in our lives? So your personal boundaries have one very important intention, and that is to empower you to create the kinds of relationships you want in your life. So setting your personal boundaries can sometimes be difficult to master, but setting boundaries is a necessary skill to living an empowered life, because then you have that clear vision of who you are and what matters most to you. And these are the key ingredients to success and happiness in your life. However, it can take courage to protect your personal values and embrace your authenticity. I come from an Asian background and typically as Asians, we don't really have any boundaries. And if you are Asian, you will know what I mean. There is no such thing as boundaries in the Indian culture, especially. And if you do have them, you're considered self-centered, selfish and a disrespectful individual. And I was brought up with that mentality that you don't put yourself first and that you respect your elders and you don't answer back or have an opinion or have a voice. And whatever the elders say or ask you to do, you should just obey. And I was so conditioned by this belief that it was so hardwired inside of me. It took a lot of courage and rewiring of those subconscious beliefs to let go of them and to set healthy boundaries in all of my relationships. So if that old tribal rule hasn't been serving you, it's time to release these outdated rules and set some new ones of your own. Setting boundaries is a necessary skill for living an empowered life and to honour your true needs. 
and as well as nip in the bud any draining or toxic relationships or behaviours and tell these people how you want and don't want to be treated. And if you don't voice it or set any boundaries, the impact that this will have on your emotional and mental well-being will be detrimental for you. And sometimes we just bite our tongues because these might be people that we love very much in our lives. But if we don't have a healthy relationship with them, their controlling or dismissive behaviour traits will take over. So let me answer that question that you may have been asking yourself earlier on. So what are boundaries and why do we even need them and why are they important in our lives? Well, that's a really easy question to answer. If you don't have these boundaries, it will equate to low self-esteem. No boundaries or low boundaries means that people are going to walk all over you and you may become a people pleaser. I know for some of you this might be triggering, but I'm really sorry. Someone has to pull the band-aid off because this is only for your benefit. And believe me when I say it's exactly who I used to be. Walked all over and a people pleaser from all my cultural conditioning. And there were a few people in my life who were very, very controlling. And then because I didn't have that awareness in my personal relationships, it also spilled into my professional relationships when I later then went on into having my career. Because I didn't have that courage to set those healthy boundaries in any of my personal relationships because there was fear of consequence and I knew no other way. I didn't have the confidence to speak up for myself and with all these imprints and patterns of behaviour, I just let it impact my professional relationships. And when I look back now, It was hard to admit to myself, but I was a people pleaser. I didn't know how to say no, and this eventually burnt me out, and it was something I had to change. It took a lot of courage and a lot of work, and it even meant letting go of some people in my life that were no longer serving me, and it was either kindly letting people go or removing people from my life that were no longer serving me, And in particular, there was one friendship that I had who was a very dear childhood close friend of mine. And after 27 years, our relationship ended because there were no boundaries. And I eventually accepted that our values didn't align. And it was just a one-way street, which just mentally and physically exhausted me. And when you have relationships like this, eventually you get to the point where you're pushed so much that you think, that's it, I cannot take any more. And sadly, I had to let it go. I look back at it now and, you know, it does upset me. It does hurt me that after 27 years, this relationship ended. But And I and actually, I do really miss her because eventually you do forgive people for their behaviours. And sometimes I just want to pick up the phone and speak to her. But I know the impact that it had on my life and how it made me feel. And it's just so much easier having that peace. I think it's just not worth it. So personal boundaries acts like a a no trespassing sign and protects you from harm by letting the other person know what you do and do not accept. There are different types of personal boundaries such as physical boundaries that will protect your body and your personal space and your privacy. And this type of boundary is the easiest to see and to define. So for example, it might be something like my bedroom belongs to me and you need to ask my permission to enter it. And another type of boundary is emotional boundaries. And an example here would be when you share your private or personal information or telling someone to respect your wishes and not to impose their unwanted emotions on you. And then there are mental boundaries which protect your thoughts, your values and your ideas. 
And then there's actually even spiritual boundaries, which safeguard your spiritual life and your beliefs. And all of these types of boundaries have one very important intention, and that is to give you ownership and responsibility for the life and relationships you want to create. When you do not own your own life, other people can step in and take charge. And the result is that your life becomes limited and you cannot experience your full potential. Setting boundaries can be challenging for so many reasons. And for many of us, standing up for ourselves is a scary thing to do. It takes courage and learning how to speak up and voice your personal rights. Your rights to be happy, your rights to be safe, your rights to be healthy. And then what happens is you fall into this people-pleasing. And then that can be a major culprit because of the fear of rejection or the fear of upsetting someone or losing someone you love. And these can trigger intense feelings of insecurity and fear. People-pleasing is a trait that we inherited from our childhood when we were conditioned to believe that it was selfish to put our needs first and we were made to feel guilty or even ashamed about it. Or you may have had parents who were very strict and very disciplinarian and if you did grow up in such an environment, you would just hide your feelings and not voice anything because of the fear of the wrath of your parents. And it's just easier to people-please and But here's the truth about people-pleasing. It will eventually lead to feelings of resentment and even the neglect of your own self-care. And oftentimes, people-pleasing comes out of masking things like codependency or the fear of rejection. It's something we don't want to admit to ourselves. And for those of you who are sensitive, the idea of confronting someone can be so intimidating. And these fears can make it hard to set boundaries. But you can do it. You can release your old patterns of behaviour and learn new ones, healthy ones and setting effective boundaries. And it helps to focus on one boundary at a time or one person at a time. And each time you set a new boundary, the work will then become even more easier. Plus then your confidence and your self-esteem will increase too. So let's dive in now to the seven steps that I was talking about earlier, how you create these boundaries to reclaim your confidence and your self-awareness and your overall well-being and have healthy and loving relationships. So step one is firstly to identify which people are walking all over you. This one's going to be a hard one to answer. But don't skip over this. Sometimes we're not even aware that we have no boundaries with certain people in our lives. So really think about this one. Go through each person in your life and assess what that person adds to your life. And I know we don't have the choice sometimes because there are certain people in our lives who are family and we can't let go of them or we can't change them because of who they are. But this is not about changing the other person, but just having some rules that you go into voice with them. So... Have a think about this one. Are there people in your life that you feel are walking all over you? Then step two is to identify which fears and beliefs and limitations are holding you back from setting boundaries with these people that you identified in step one. So could this be the fear of consequences? Is it just easier just to keep quiet and not say anything? Is it just to keep the peace? Is it that fear of rejection or the fear of codependency, which is actually a hidden fear? We don't even realise we have this codependency. Moving on to step three. Do you have a certain set of values that you believe in? 
are certain people in your life who are crossing those boundary lines, violating these values of yours? And some people don't even consciously identify their values. They know they have them, but they don't voice them or they don't know which are their most highest values. And I think this is an important exercise that everyone should do is list your top five or top 10 values and then put them in hierarchy, which is your most important. Because sometimes it's not always about what people are saying. Sometimes it's what they do in in just violating those values of yours and the experiences you have and how it makes you feel. So do you have a certain set of values that you believe in? And are there any people in your life who cross these boundary lines and violate those values of yours? Moving on to step four, set your non-negotiables. So these are things that you have no patience for. These are things that really get on your last nerve. And an example of a non-negotiable could be something like, say, someone who turns up late all the time. You have an agreement to meet this person at a certain time or they're going to come and see you at a certain time, but they just turn up late. And sometimes there may be a genuine excuse for them turning up late. That's okay, but if someone keeps doing it continuously and they're not respecting your time, that could be violating a value of yours or a boundary because you may feel like your time is so valuable. Step five. Now, this is a really important one. And even if you don't want to do any of the others, this is one that I do really recommend that you do. Step five is explore if you are setting passive boundaries. So you might be thinking to yourself, Well, I do have boundaries in place, so you might skip all the steps. But are your boundaries being set passively? Because with certain people in our lives, we might passively set a boundary by just letting our external circumstances do all the heavy lifting. And the misconception here is that you say to yourself, in order for me to say no to someone, I have to be so overworked or overscheduled or sick or even tired and I can't possibly do what the others are asking me to do. Only then am I allowed to say, I'm sorry, I can't do this for you. And it forms a boundary, but actually it's never from a place of empowerment. And it means that we can't fully choose what we do in our life. And I'm going to put my hand up for this one. This is something I used to do so much. I just didn't know how to say no. And I just wanted to help everyone. Anytime anyone rang me and asked a question or needed some help, I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. I can do it or I can help. And what it meant for me was then I was sacrificing things in my own life. And a lot of the time, that would be my own rest and my own space and having that time for myself, which I would then have to sacrifice. So ask yourself, are you setting them passively? Are you just making up excuses so that you don't upset this person? Moving on to step six, decide what your consequences are and stick by them. And these are consequences that you're going to have for people who cross your boundaries. And how are you going to relate to that person that a certain boundary has been crossed? Consequences are very important and must be included when you communicate your boundary to someone. And it's the element that will make that boundary stick over time. Because sometimes people won't accept your boundaries straight away, but if you keep reminding them, eventually over time, it will stick. And a consequence lets the other person know in clear terms what you will do if they cross your boundary. So for example, if you have a friend that bosses you around, it's time to set a boundary about it. 
The consequence of a bossing you around might be that you will leave the room or you will end the phone call. And the consequence has to be something that matters to the other person. So in the case of your friend, she may not want to lose you or hurt your feelings. And the final step, step seven, is stand by your word. Boundaries are there for a reason. They're there to protect you. If people are crossing your boundaries, if people are saying things to you that you don't necessarily like, if people are expecting things from you and don't really have an agreement in place, Let that person know how you're feeling and communicate it to them. Stand by your word and remind the person of the boundary and that it's been crossed. And sometimes our loved ones just need that gentle, loving reminder that we do have boundaries in place and they're there for a reason to have a healthy, loving relationship. I'm just going to really quickly summarise the seven steps. So step one is identify the people that you feel are walking all over you and crossing your boundaries or you don't have any boundaries set with these people. Step two is identify which fears, beliefs and limitations are holding you back from setting boundaries with these people that you've identified in step one. Step three is know what you stand for. Step four is set your non-negotiables. Step five is explore if you are setting passive boundaries. Step six is Decide what your consequences are and stick by them. And step seven, the final step, is stand by your word. Your personal boundaries have one very important intention, and that is to empower you to create the kinds of relationships you want in your life. And setting our personal boundaries can sometimes be difficult to master, and it will be easier with some people and harder with others. But we need that courage in setting these boundaries and it's a necessary skill for living that empowered life. Okay, my lovelies, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I will see you next time. Bye. Bye.